This is Blaine White from Steam Hollow Brewing Company, and you're listening to this freaking show. Everybody, I am Travis, and I'm Cartoon Joe, and welcome to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast is brought to you every week by Audible.com. If you're just like me and you love stories, but not a big fan of reading them in particular, but you do like to hear them, check out Audible. All you gotta do is go to audibletrial.com/freaknet, and as a gift from us to you. You get a 30-day free trial of Audible. On top of that, you get some tokens, pick out some books and stuff, and give it a shot. For 30 days, you can try Audible for free. As a gift from this freaking show, all you gotta do is go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet and sign up today. So great. And if you want to uh, if you want to look good while you listen to your, your new audiobooks, head on over to wearedappertise.com and get yourself... Uh, a high-quality knit tie for just $15, and you'll even get free shipping on your order if you use the special discount code FREAKIN, that's F-R-E-A-K-I-N, that's $15 with free shipping, complete package, nice tie for just 15 bucks. Weirdappertise.com, head on over, check them out, buy a tie, discount code FREAKIN today. That's right. And you know, and it's crazy, Joe. Like, I've never been much of a tie guy, but you know what? If I if I do wear a tie, it's got to be from WeirdDeputize.com. Oh, for, for sure. For sure. It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, before we dive into the show, we're just going to kind of catch up, you know, me and Joe and everything. Because believe it or not, even though the shows have been coming out weekly, we've been really busy, especially with the holidays coming up. Joey's big move, uh, my back and everything. We actually pre-recorded a bunch of shows and released them and everything. So we got a lot of catching up to do. But before we dive into what we've been up to and everything, uh, I just want to give everyone a heads up. As you notice uh, from this show and actually a few weeks ago, uh, it's just me and Joey. And that's because Aqua Collin is no longer on the show. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, for, for you wrestling fans out there, Colin lost his smile, if you get the reference for that. Uh, for everyone who's not a wrestling fan... Uh, Colin came back after our hiatus and everything. Uh, he gave it a shot. He just really wasn't into it. So he, he said he's going to step away. Now, he, he may come back. He's always welcome back as we offered the invitation to him to come back. But for right now, he uh, he just felt like he had other things he had to do and he just couldn't commit 100% to the show. Which, you know, honestly, understandable. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if, if he ever wants to come come be a guest or whatever, tell us about a movie he's seen, he's, of course, welcome. But, uh yeah, it's it's going to be a different show without him. But uh, uh, you know, the point of the show is is to have fun and 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 do what makes you happy. And if it wasn't making him happy, you know, glad he stepped away. Absolutely, yeah. So we may uh, I I haven't decided if we're going to keep the awkward flicks. I think maybe we will. Um, it just really depends. And um, you know, everything else is going to be kind of the same. Uh, we're still going to talk here every week. You know, we're still going to do our freaking thinkings and everything. I obviously do our plugs, uh, our follow your Star Wars at the end of the month. So I think we may go ahead and keep the awkward flicks, but I don't know. Maybe we'll keep it awkward flicks as a as a um, 
as a memory to him. Not that he's gone, just, you know, gone, but not gone, gone. So, <laughs> hey, we'll do that. You know, we could alternate out if we've seen any cool movies or something. I could actually do an awkward flick at the end of the show here, you know. Ooh. So, I could actually put it in right now if I wanted to, but I'm going to save that for a little bit later. Because I do want to dive into a couple other things that are exciting and new in the show. Uh, if you guys haven't had a chance yet, check out last week's show as uh, that was Colin's uh, last episode with us, actually. Uh, as we interviewed Kevin Goaty, the uh, creator of Comics Watching Comics, which was fun to catch up with him. Yeah, it was great. It, I'm surprised by everything that he's got going on. It's it's amazing, to be honest with you. Yeah, the one thing I found weird, and it wasn't even like the interview with them, it was like when I was going back, creating the show notes and everything for the uh, Podbean and uh, trying to find the uh, previous show he was on, because of our long hiatus, that we took uh, over uh, the past summer and fall and everything, his his first interview was still season three. Oh, dang. Yeah, even though it was a year ago, it was still season three. So it's kind of weird when I was trying to like, figure that out. I'm like, there's no way that's right, but it is true. Uh, but if you guys do follow us uh, through Podbean, you check out the show notes, or even Google Play or iTunes, all the show notes are there. We give you the details. or the um, We tell you what show he was on previously. I think it was uh, season three, episode five. Don't quote me on that. Check out the show notes. And uh, listen to the original uh, interview. This is more of a follow-up on how everything is, but Comics Watching Comics is available on Amazon Prime right now. Another movie that's available on Amazon Prime right now is Eight Remains, which is a movie that is directed by a uh, German director named Julian Block that I did an interview with a couple weeks ago as well. And that show came out two weeks ago, so make sure you check that out, too. So, really, this should be a weekend of Amazon Prime for you guys. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously, last week, uh, I interviewed uh, Kutsukami, which, Joey, I- I'm sorry you couldn't make uh, that show, but you, you had a big move. You, uh, y- yeah. You moved-, you moved north. Yep. I'm-, I'm back officially in the city. Uh, and I'm, I'm way up North and it's weird, but it's nice. It's uh, the commute, man. It is unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so nice. It's like 20 minutes to work for both of us. And it's just, uh, so much better than it was Yeah, I mean, on that it, front compared to what, like the hour, hour and a half that you kind of had. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Maybe, maybe an hour if you're lucky. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Like Sunday mornings, it was 45 minutes, but yeah, that was it. I, I gotta tell you, man. Like, and I, I get it—the whole like, you know, you gotta go where the work is and everything. But I cannot understand how people can live in the city with how traffic is and shit like that, man. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. I hear you. the The crazy thing is, is like, so uh, Lady Science takes the public transportation, which mm-hmm. on this side uh, where we're at is fantastic. That's her her uh, commute in the morning is faster on the train than it is driving, and on the train it's twenty minutes. Oh wow! You know? Yeah, so yeah. it's it's really great, um, and for me because of of the nature of my job, I don't have to be in, you know, before rush hour. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so uh, if I wait just a little while, it's it's a really easy twenty minute drive um, from where I'm at to where my church is. And so there's there's almost no traffic. It's really fantastic, and because we're not going into and out of the city anymore, we're just going you know a few blocks either way. I got you, dude, and that and that's awesome. I know definitely uh, the the traveling and commuting you guys did for work was a burden, so I'm glad that got resolved. And uh, 
you know, the process is uh, growing now. You guys have been there a couple weeks now, so congratulations. Thank you. Uh, yeah. How 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 was your fourth? Do you do anything exciting? Uh, you know, you hear fireworks well, <laughs> and or gunfire, whatever. I I actually did have a really cool fourth. Um, I got to march in the the neighborhood parade, uh, that are that my church is in. Okay. Uh, the one the one I serve for a job, and um, I actually got to uh, I got to give a, a brief uh, address as a, a public official, which was weird. Um, and I was actually on the same stage as, as the new mayor, Lori Lightfoot and the, uh, our, our local, um, Senator, uh, Congressman, um, Mike Quigley, um, was also on the stage. And so it was, it was kind of neat to be considered a public official. And then, uh, after the parade was over and it was a really weird parade. I don't, I don't know how many parades you've ever been in. Um, this is the only one I've ever been in that was, uh, one of my congregants described it as a, a free form improvised parade. And that is the best description I've ever heard. Uh, cause that's exactly what it was. Form, a free form improvised parade. Yeah. I normally, when you go to a parade, they say, this is your spot. This is who you're behind. Yeah. Um, when I got there, I found the person with the clipboard and he said, well, the cars are there and you've got to be behind the cars. So just uh, wherever, just behind the cars. So it was like a follow your star parade. It really was. There we go. It really was. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing, but it was great. It was really a lot of fun. And then they have a nice party for the neighborhood afterwards uh, that we didn't get to stay long at because uh, as we were getting ready to walk out the door, mm-hmm. uh, I had to close my sliding. I have, I have a sliding door that, take, that goes out to the balcony. We have a balcony now, which oh, is cool. Oh, shit. Yeah, but the uh, the it doesn't line up right on its track, and so okay. you got to pick it up to close it, you know. Yeah. And uh, when I went to pick it up, the handle snapped off, and I got a nice, uh, a really nasty slice on one of my fingers. And uh, so we we went to the parade, we hung out with some people briefly at the picnic, and then we went to the immediate care and got my finger fixed. And, it was uh, that bad. You had to go to the immediate care, huh? Yeah, I, I mean, I could see it went deep enough that I I could see the fat in my finger. Oh, dude. Yeah, uh, but it healed pretty quick. I'm actually the, the they put that special glue on it instead of a stitch, and yeah. uh, it's it's almost it's almost completely healed already. It's only been like a week. Right, so, man. yeah, no, I, it was amazing. I I am really impressed by how quickly it healed up, but. Weird day. It was a weird fourth. Uh, we didn't watch any fireworks or anything, but gotcha. Yeah. yeah. How about you? How was your fourth? Oh, sorry. You got a question? No, I, I was. I was actually gonna say. Uh, believe it or not, I've had uh, a pretty exciting and productive last three weeks. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, fun fact. Uh, I I I don't normally go out and watch fireworks. Uh, when I usually do is when I'm in relationships and shit like that, but I've been having this weird habit of uh, women like dumping me or rejecting me lately. So the, the concept of going to fireworks is eh, whatever. But, um, I was able to actually watch fireworks laying in my bed, staring through my office window. Oh, legit. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) First off, I don't know how legal it was because these were like, like legit, like performance fucking fireworks. These weren't like, 
bottle rockets and sparklers and shit. I mean, these were legit up in the air, <laughs> exploding, sitting on a hill, watching shit fireworks. Uh, and I have no idea where they're being launched from, but the fact that I could lay in my bed, stare out my window and see them was good enough for me. But the only problem was while that was going on, it was like 11 o'clock at night on 4th of July, which was a Thursday, but I had to work on Friday. Oh, dang. Yeah, so my 4th of July, which, granted, it was fun. I got I got a chance to go over to my aunt and uncle's. Uh, I got to hang out with my cousin, uh, Sean, who came in from Arizona. He's getting married in September. I'm officiating his ceremony because for $30 in the Internet, you could pretty much do anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I was setting up his uh, service and stuff like that. I'm going to put together uh, their their uh, ceremony, which they're going to try something different that I um, I recommended to them. It's called a uh, a love note box ceremony, which they're going to write little love notes to each other and seal them up and put them in the box, seal the box. And then I guess uh, per the ceremony, you either open it up on like an anniversary or you open it up when you feel like your marriage is struggling and shit like that. And then you read the letters that your, your significant other uh, wrote for you before the wedding. Cute. I like that. Yeah. So I'm excited to be doing that. Uh, so we talked about that for a little bit. My back is finally back to normal. Ooh, so, yeah! Congratulations so, on that. 20, 28 days of uh, of sadness and pain. It was uh, it was rough, but yeah, I finally got through that. So I'm feeling I'm feeling better. I I feel almost myself again. Probably about 95, 98 percent there. Um, I'm gonna dive back into my dieting. I'm gonna start doing my yoga again. I'm gonna start writing these journal entries again because believe it or not. People still bitching me for not writing these things constantly, which I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the fact that people care so much. I just I never really thought people really cared, you know? Yeah, I hear you. So I'm excited to be diving into that. And actually, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday about uh, about like how she wants to, you know, she wants to do her own journey and all this other stuff, but she doesn't know how to do it. And every time she does, she fails and all this shit. And I kept telling her, like, you know, like I, I you know, I'm I'm here to help. Like I love helping people. Like I may not have all the answers, or I may not even have the best answers, but I I want to be there to pe- uh, for people to help people out when I can. And she said to me a bunch, like a bunch of people have told me this time and time again, which I never understood how people got this. But he, she told me I should write a book about it, about like how like uh, how motivational I am and how I'm able to give advice and all this shit. And I really don't understand why people kept saying that because I mean like I I just speak and I just talk and I'm just honest and everything. But mm-hmm. kind of clicked in my head like you know why why not try to write a book? I mean what's the worst that could happen? You know it I could throw it on my bucket list. I could do it. I could throw it up on Amazon Prime. And if it doesn't work out, hey at least I wrote a book. Yeah. But I don't know how to fucking write a book. I came up with the title, probably the greatest yeah. fucking title in the world. Do you think I should share the title on the uh, on the show? Uh, if you want to, I think the fans want to hear. Right? Okay. So this is the title. Are you ready? Because you're you're gonna hear this, and you uh, you may wiggle just a little bit, Joe, because it's a pretty epic title, and it's a good right. like, it's it's a good novel title. You ready for this? Are you? You're I'm sitting ready. down, right? You're sitting uh-huh. down. Uh huh. You're, yep. you're not you're not holding anything in your hands. I don't want you to drop nope. something. No, you're good. Okay. Title of the book, Swimming With Your Shirt Off. Oh, nice. Right? I like that. The, yeah. Right? I, I mean, I kept thinking, I'm like, I'm like, I was like, what can I write a book about? And the biggest thing I could think about is, like, you know, I, I live my life struggling with, like, obesity and being overweight and everything. Now, granted, yes, I'm still classified as obese. I'm still heavy set, fat, however people want to classify, you know, my body structure as. It's fine. I know who I am. Um, But... 
I'm not as big as I used to be. And when you can finally find that way of motivating yourself and getting yourself through it and everything, it's possible that you could start achieving dreams. And I think that's what I want the book to be about. And a lot of people, especially myself, other people I know, like one of their biggest struggles, especially being overweight, is going to beaches, going to water parks, going to pools and stuff, and being able to swim freely in, you know, just a bathing suit. And I was like, well, shit, you know, like people who have a hard time dealing with, you know, their their weight or the way they look and everything, their, their self-reflection, uh, they tend to cover up more. And especially a friend of mine who said that she wants to be able to go to a beach without the worries of people staring at her and judging her, which... You know, I get where she's coming from. I don't see it, but at the same time, self-reflection is a big thing for people. And, you know, people see themselves the way they think it is, you know, regardless of what other people think. Um, but my, I think it's a perfect title. At first, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, like, maybe I'll call it, like, swimming with your shirt on, accepting, you know, who you are, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, you know, fuck it, no. Swimming with your shirt off. Conquering yeah. obesity. Uh, Concrete Obesity, and uh, I, I can't remember the subtitle, but the, the main title's there. I think the main title's great. That's fantastic. Right. And, it, and it references your story, yeah. and I, I remember even your some of your earlier blog posts talk about this. I think that's great. It's really it's really relevant and uh, and good. I think it's fantastic, man. Yeah, and I, I, I'm just, the biggest thing is like, I because obviously I'm not an author or anything. Um, whenever I do speak, or I give advice and everything. It's just very like straightforward, as blunt. It's basically, and it's so random. It's just based on the conversation. But I think I'm gonna focus this more on uh, some of like some of my stories I've had from dealing with obesity, you know, being bullied and stuff like that, and you know, the things that maybe prevented me from you know finding happiness or finding you know progress, you know, progressing and shit. And I think maybe it'll be a good motivation for other people. And I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, how can I write this book? I mean, obviously, because you got to get it published and all this stuff. But apparently, you can get it published through Amazon Prime, and it really doesn't cost anything. Right. So, yeah, so, self-publishing is is very cheap. Yeah. So I definitely uh, I definitely need someone to help me write a book because I can't articulate shit. So that's where you come in, Joe. I uh, I disagree. I think you are 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 really good at articulating things. I've I've read your blog. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I just I don't think I could turn it into like like story form, like and like book form and stuff like that. You know, mm. like I, I mean, I could easily write like a journal entry talking about how like you know I failed at my diet today, but I could always come up for this and all you know and everything like that. But to get from like you know chapter to chapter to chapter to chapter and stuff like that, and actually writing out a book, I'm gonna need some help. And who better to help me than somebody with a degree who knows how to mm -hmm. uh, speak, especially the guy. Who is also Freak Joe, who uh, could uh, read literature like the Dickens. That is true. I will give you that. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I'm happy to help. What are you? What are your questions? What are you? What are you um, lost with? I guess is the. I I just want to make sure like somebody's there to kind of like even if like even if you're just there to kind of guide me through it. I just want to make sure that I'm writing something and it doesn't turn into like a ramble. Like I'm just mm. like I'm just trying. Like my biggest thing is like I feel like I'm just gonna try to fill pages and not like keep the point or maybe like I'm like filling it out. Like, and you, you like you reading like well why don't you try putting a little more detail in here and that's the stuff I need. Oh because, yeah yeah. So you, you need an editor. Sure yeah. I guess I guess that's more accurate. Yeah. I just need yeah. more of an editor and maybe someone to like bounce ideas off. Like hey you know what if I tell this story? What if I tell this story? Or try to find that balance between telling backstories. And, um, you know, motivating people to, you know, stuff like that. Like, I just don't know, like, the best way to 
write a book like that because I had an idea for another book, which was a, a what's a fake book? Fiction. Yeah, fiction. Fiction. I had an idea to write a fiction book of short stories, scary stories, kind of like a scary story to tell in the dark, but something mm-hmm. else. I was going to call it Freaky Tales. Ooh, so nice. I, so I also want to write something like that, which that is so much easier to write than trying to write a, and I don't know if this would be considered like an autobiography or anything, because I'm not really telling like my story. I'm just telling stories of my life to, you know, prove a point that you could overcome shit. So I don't know what kind of category gotcha. that would fall into. Yeah, well, it'd probably be uh, probably autobiographical slash self-help. Yeah, and I, I just I just need somebody who has a, more of a knowledge of uh, of books in my life to help me out. Now, granted, yeah, I have I've accumulated some knowledge of literature thanks to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet, where it gave me a 30-day free trial plus an additional token to get a book of my choice. So that has <laughs> helped me. Nice. Right? Yeah. Uh, but I just I just need somebody who whose life is books such gotcha. such uh, such as you to yeah. kind of help me uh, get through that. Yeah, I think uh, just briefly, and and this is for for anybody who I think wants to do something like this. I think the the first thing you want to do is is set up sort of an outline, like where where are you starting and where do you want to get to, and and then sort of break it down into the steps in between. Like I think your blog posts are fantastic, but they are pretty short. You know, and so yeah. I, I hear what you're saying about chapters need to be a little bit longer than your blog posts usually mm-hmm. are. Um, and so what you could maybe do is, is, you know, write, you know, there's no real page length that is, is required for a chapter in, in a book. I think if you, if you shot for, you know, uh, I, I don't know how many pages you want to go for, for the whole thing, but if you wanted to do, um, uh, blog posts, uh, you could, you could collect those and, and intersperse them, you know, put them, put them in, in various places. And then you could write, you know, five to 10 page chapters, um, just on, on whatever, whatever subject, you know, um, being bullied, uh, you could talk about, um, uh, what bullying was like for you, what the experience was like, why you're opposed to bullying, you know, that sort of stuff. You could talk about um, uh, what made you finally decide to to embark on the 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 journey that you're on, and and you could talk about you know what what is your actual goal, um, not just in terms of weight loss, but like in terms of I assume self esteem and and things like that, and and you could just work it through and and figure out like okay this is this was my step by step process that has yeah. worked for me up to this point, and then say you know take it with a great assault, but this is what I did. Um, mm-hmm. And then each chapter would be basically a step in the process. Yeah. And I think that's where uh, I, I think like if I, where my mindset is right now, it's like, I want to start with, it's about elementary schools where I started kind of like realizing the obese thing, like around fifth grade. Um, and I want to start at that point because everything before that, I really don't remember ever having an issue with weight or being fat or anything like that. Um, but it's like around like fourth or fifth grade where I started like remembering it. And I want to go all the way up until I lost my first, oh, excuse me, my first 50 pounds uh, after being on the keto diet, which, right. you know, I mean, I, I ended up at 445 before I even started the diet. I mean, and there's other stories I could have uh, put in there, you know, like, 
um, not wanting to be on the skins uh, team of the shirts for skins and basketball, mm-hmm. um, not being able to play, uh, you know, junior devils because, you know, I was 12 years old and I weighed too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I could talk about when, uh, you know, uh, uncle Kevin and I, uh, try to make a bet on me losing weight and stuff like that, uh, as a motivational thing. Like it's nothing, I don't want to, I don't want to apply that what, you know, it was a negative thing what he did. He just, you know, we tried to have this bet where if I lost X amount of weight, I was going to get this much money and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. was a good motivational thing. It's just my mindset wasn't there to achieve that. Um, For sure. you know, and yeah, you know, like, like I, not fitting in rides at Six Flags Great America, how that may feel, uh, you know, it's just, and just shit like that. So I know I have the stories to fill the book. Oh, for I sure. Just, I just don't know, like, like I just don't want, I don't want to create chapters and ramble on to feel like I need to fill pages. I, yeah, I guess so. An editor is what I really need. And then uh, that's why I need you, Joe. Yeah, I, I love it. I'm about it, man. Bro. So, and then maybe down the line, you and I will write uh, Freaky Tales, the short story of spooky stories. I would love to do that. I think that right. sounds like a lot of fun. Right. And it'll be so easy. I mean, like, shit, I mean, all you gotta do is look at uh, scary stories tell in the dark. And instead of that, we'll just create our own stories. Like we could write we could write a spooky story about the viaduct. Oh yeah. Right? God. Mm-hmm. Right. I just talked about that story um a couple weeks ago when I was on the podcast with Mandy. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh Scared the hell out of me. I also told her about the, the ghost girl at my yeah, well, when you guys were younger and uh, you stayed over at the house and everything, did you ever see a, a ghost girl around the house? I don't I don't remember seeing one, no. Because no. I know me, uh, my ex-girlfriend Jenna, and then Sherry all witnessed um, a, uh, a little girl roaming our house at one point or another, different years and time frames and shit like that. Hmm. I didn't know if maybe anyone else did because... Obviously, Mama Carl said he never did. Nick said he never did. Ashley thinks she might have, but wasn't really sure if she was awake or not. And, I mean, the only other per- people who were there more often than not, you know, were you, Houston, and Michael. So I didn't know if maybe you guys noticed something or whatnot, but. Right. I, I didn't, but uh, that doesn't mean they didn't. Houston might have. If I had to pick one of us who would see who would corroborate, it'd be him. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, maybe we'll look at that. Maybe we'll uh, we'll look uh, more towards the fall and doing some. Um, well, because obviously we got this freaky show coming in October. Mm-hmm. We got the mm-hmm. freak show coming back. Maybe we'll make up some short stories and stuff because we do take the submissions uh, when we get them, or uh, you know, we find some uh, some scary stories to to record uh, to read on the show. So maybe we'll mm-hmm. create our own stories and we'll just pop them out there and see what happens. Cause short story, I mean a book of short, scary stories. I mean, that don't take long at all, you know, just, no, not at all. Right. So that's something we could definitely look into doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, Swimming with your shirt off is going to be a, uh, a novel by travesty coming soon. Maybe. I dig it. Yeah. I, I don't know. It. I don't know how long it's going to take, but it's going to happen. We're going to buckle list that shit. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Now what what else I got going on nowadays? Uh uh geez, just freaking wrestling's growing big. Uh we picked up a couple more wrestling companies that are working with us. Uh I got in a um I got in a Facebook war with a uh a local wrestler. Ooh. Yeah, I told him that uh I told him that he lacks intensity and apparently he wasn't happy with that. So uh we're gonna do an in person interview uh here in the next month or so where hopefully he apologizes because I deserve an apology. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, 
Yeah, so I'm excited for that. Uh, Patreon, uh, we added a new tier to our Patreon, so we're going to start doing uh, some additional content podcasts for the JFW, so I'm excited for that. Ooh. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to come up with more shirt designs and everything for the FreakNet uh, store, which, uh, Joe, we still got to come up with your uh I know. I gotta figure out what it's gonna be. Yeah, I was was thinking something like book related. I just don't Mm. know. I just Mm -hmm. really don't know yet. We just got. We really gotta get to fit. We really gotta get that Geek Cash Joe shirt out there. Cartoon Joe shirt. Cartoon Joe. Cartoon Joe shirt out there. Fuck yeah! But hey, let me uh, let me dive. Let me try this awkward flicks uh, segment. See if I see if I can do it. Yeah, sure. Uh, All right. So uh, so I watched Ghostbusters, the original one, for the first time. Yeah. Uh, if you guys don't know what it is, then you're just like me and uh, found no interest in it. it. But anyways, I will say it shocks me that you haven't that you've just now seen it for the first time. Yeah, I watched both of them. I, I I know so much about them. I thought there were three original ones, but uh, there's not. There's only two. Wild. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you guys don't know, it's Dan Aykroyd, uh, Bill Murray, uh, some other dude, and some other guy. Um, I can't remember their names, but. Uh, they're scientists. Uh, they they check the paranormal. All of a sudden, uh, ghosts uh, start showing up. They start fighting them and stuff. Uh, at the end, they had this big, horrible '80s uh, production like fight scene at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, there's a cute little uh, phrase at the end where the guy says, if "Somebody asks you if you're a god, just say yes" or something like that. So. Uh, I mean, it was okay. It was okay for an 80s movie. I think my biggest problem and downfall with the movie is that um, I watched it way too late in life. And after all the, you know, high definition and the the quality that's put in the movies nowadays, I think the production really kind of messed with me. And like trying to look at it as like a valued um, piece of, uh, you know, movie. Um, What the hell is the term? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I got, or... yeah, I got, yeah, something like that. That's close enough. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it was better than Princess Brides, so I will give it that. But uh, if I was giving a rank out of five awkward's, I'd give it like a two, if that. Uh, just, uh, I, I, I did like the acting. I'm not gonna lie, the acting was pretty good. Um, I just, it, I think it was just the quality that maybe it's just, you know, like, it's just. It was too late for me to catch an 80s uh, sci-fi-ish kind of theme movie like that. Um, and uh, I just hated the ending. It was very anticlimactic. Hmm. I mean, the ending lasted all of like five minutes. Like they got to the they got to the roof, they got blasted away. They're like, we need to touch the tips. And then they touched the tips and it fucking worked. I mean, really, it was predictable as fuck. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a two out of five. So huh. Maybe a four out of ten if that makes people feel better, but that for whatever reason does make me feel better, but it is it is just the same. But <laughs> weird. Well, what, what would what would you give it out of five, Joe? Would you give it a five out of five? Or... I, no, I'd I'd give it a four out of five though. A four? What now why why would you not give it a five out of five? Uh well, because I do agree that it's it's not a perfect movie i think like there there's weird stuff in it like uh like dan Aykroyd, uh he wrote a scene where a ghost gives him a uh blowjob and uh that's weird that's it it doesn't if you take that scene out of the movie the movie doesn't change it's literally just there because dan Aykroyd 
like thought it'd be funny if he crossed his eyes, you know, because uh, that was like of, his uh, thing. Yeah, it reminds me of a lot of scary movie too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I actually, I really like the movie. I just, it's, it's, I think the movie that most introduced me to Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, and sort of that whole troop of of comedy. Um. And I just, I just like it. I don't know. I've, I liked the animated series. I was really into Ghostbusters for a while, but I, I also think I, I hit it at the right time too. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, maybe I like, you know, if I, if I watched a movie like maybe like 20 years ago or 15 years ago before everything became Blu-ray and HD and ultraviolet and all this other shit, and I, you know, I, oh, I watched yeah, that more. makes a huge difference too. Yeah, I mean, and the graphics and all that stuff. Like, if I if I watch more '80s movies outside of like The Breakfast Club and Sweet Sixteen and shit like that, I yeah. probably like I probably like find more fascination into it. But that's the same thing. Like, I'm not like a, I'm not a movie buff where, like, I have to I have to look at shit like cult classics. Like, the concept of a cult classic to me sounds dumb. I don't understand the concept of people saying shit like that, like especially with The Princess Bride. Which, if I was to give that thing, it'd be like a point five out of five. Because it sucked. Hurts me. Hurts just, me. What a great just, movie. I don't know why it's good though. That's the thing. Like, I like how quotable it is. I like uh, the fact that it's a story within a story. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's 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 fun. I just think it's a fun yeah. movie. But yeah, Joey, we're gonna we're gonna have a show. Maybe we'll do it next week. I'm gonna make a list of movies that. Um, that I find are ridiculous. And you tell me why people like them. All right. I can try that. I can try to do that. Because I think I know a good, I think I have a good handful of movies that I know you like that I cannot fucking stand. And I just want you to justify them for me. I just, yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be happy to. I think that'd be yeah. fun. And then maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a list. Maybe we'll create our own cult classic lists and stuff like that and see how that goes. Sure. <clears throat> but hey, Spider Man had a good turnout. Did he? Oh yeah, it uh, broke world record, I think. Yeah, yeah. So congrats to uh, Marvel. You know, still mm-hmm. still kicking it even after the end of uh, you know End Games and shit like that. Um, yeah, I haven't checked it. End Games uh, with the new release, uh, new re-release. Uh, Did it break Avatar yet? Uh, I have absolutely no idea. I don't think so. But let's see, let's see, game box office. The wild thing to me is like, how do you have Endgame re-released four days before Spider-Man comes out? I it's just dumb, they, bad planning. I think they really just wanted to break Avatar, regardless of what everything else is. Mm-hmm. Well, and Avatar had a re-release too, so it's not like you know, but uh, uh, it's still just over fifteen million dollars away from Avatar's box yeah, office. Yeah, fifteen point five. So they could do it. We'll see. We'll see. But Joe, what uh what I don't you... know how. I don't know how. Oh. What am I freaking on? Yeah, well, oh, we, just, no, I... no, 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 no. Stop, Joe. Stop, Joe. Stop, Joe. Stop, Joe. <laughs> it's not what you're freaking on anymore. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what you're freaking thinking. I am freaking thinking. There we go. Come on now, man. Uh... Come on. Shit. I gotta, I gotta shift gears because I was gonna say I don't know how Disney's gonna, I don't, I don't know how they, how they think Endgame's gonna make. Don't they know what the economy's like? Like people don't have extra money, uh, and and Spider Man and Toy Story Four came out like within a week of each other, and Endgame. Like I just and the and the Endgame re release. Like it's just, 
it's too much. It's messed up when uh, Disney has to fight Disney to uh, come on top. Yeah, it's so weird. And I think that is actually what I'm I'm looking forward. Those are uh, I I need to go see Endgame again because I haven't taken Lady Science to see it. We just we haven't had a good chance. So I'm glad it was re-released so that we could go see it. Uh, I need to see Spider-Man. I need to see uh, Toy Story 4 just for the animation. I've I've heard it's so good. And then um, I'm looking forward to seeing Midsummer, which is a horror movie that just came out that takes place in Sweden. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's it takes place entirely during the day, which makes it even even creepier somehow from what I've heard. Because uh, you know most most scary movies they take place at night, and so it makes nighttime scary. But this like cranks it up a whole other level because it makes daytime scary. So I'm I'm excited about that. Is that the uh, is that the movie where like this? kid brings like these group of friends to this festival or some shit yeah yep okay yeah i saw i saw previous for it. it actually didn't look that bad mm. yeah i'm i'm really excited for it so that's i'm i'm thinking about seeing uh, at least two movies tomorrow um we'll see but I, I like to go on we we record listeners on mondays usually um and tuesdays of course are, are almost always five dollars now uh if you find the right theater so mm-hmm. I like to go see movies on Tuesdays, but yeah. What about you? What are you freaking thinking? Oh, is that what you're freaking thinking about the movies? Yeah. Oh, I like how you blended it in there to to finish up your statement, but also get your freaking thinking in there. I like mm-hmm. that. I do yeah. like that. Um, this uh this weekend I got a uh, golf outing that I'm doing with uh with Carl, uh, my uncle Andy, uh, brother-in-law Alan. We're doing a uh, we're doing a golf outing out in Beecher for uh, I can't remember what the cause is, but Game On Bar in here in town is putting it on. So we're doing a foursome golf outing uh, this weekend. So I'm really excited to. It's gonna be my first time golfing in a year, and uh, yeah, I think we're supposed to have some nice weather and stuff like that. I believe it's on a Sunday, so it's a, it's like an all day thing. Uh, there's gonna be food at Game On afterwards, and then they're gonna do goofy games throughout the uh, golf course, like uh, apple pie shots or. Um, you have to substitute your uh, golf ball for a marshmallow and stuff like that. So I'm really excited nice. for it. Yeah. So nice. like I said, like it's been a while since I've gone out golfing. Uh, it was supposed to be, uh, it was supposed to be Alan, me, Nick, and Carl, but uh, Nick couldn't make it. I think he has to work, so we're able to get my uncle Andy to come in and everything. And honestly, Alan's probably the best golfer of all of us. Uh, the rest of us like either haven't golfed in three years or. Play like we haven't golfed in three years. So. <laughs> but luckily, it's best ball. So we just got to go to wherever Alan hits his ball. Nice. Yeah, so nice. That's, what, that's what I'm really excited about. And then, obviously, everything with uh, the podcast are, are growing. The fact that I'm, I'm getting back into my dieting, back into my yoga, back into my journal entries and stuff like that. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm just happy to be turning my life around. Like, I don't know what it is with me and, like, the month of June that uh, it seems to be so bad, but usually July kind of kicks off well. And nice. uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely excited to, you know, Beach Bod 2020. So we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Sweet. Yeah. But hey, Joe. Yeah. Every week our listeners could catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if 45 minutes, still about an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough every week, where can our listeners go to get more Cartoon Joe? Well, I tell you, if you need more Cartoon Joe than you'd get out of an hour of prime television, you can head on over to the GeekCast Live podcast at gcl.ninja. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Nice. 
Again, we want to thank Audible.com for being a sponsor of a show. Uh, if you want a 30-day free trial of Audible, just go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet. Get 30 days free, plus get a token to get a book of your choice so you can try it out for the first 30 days. Uh, also, we want to thank wearadepertize.com. Just use the promo code freaking at checkout to buy your $15 high-quality knit tie to come with free shipping. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at This Freaking Show. And tell your friends they can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Spotify. Um, pod, what, what the fuck? Where, where, where are we at? We're, in, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. God, I, I, everywhere I, where you cast pod. Right? I was such on a roll there. Tell your friends they can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Player FM, just by searching this freaking show. Make sure you go to tpublic.com, T-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com, search TFS to get your uh, merchandise today. And as always, I am Travesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.